Welcome to Anchor Daily. In our Imago Day series, we're learning what it means to be image bearers of God. In our reading plan, we're focusing on who God is and exploring some of God's attributes. We'll also consider which characteristics are God's alone and those we're called to reflect as His image bearers. Ephesians 1, 20-23 God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments, no name and no power exempt from his rule, and not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all, has the final word on everything. At the center of all of this, Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body, in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. The scripture I just read came from the message paraphrase, and it really lays out well in simple terms what we'll explore today. God is omnipotent. This is Angie, and I'm grateful to be exploring with you today. Get out your GPS, or even better, your copy of the Word, and let's get this party started. Let's start with this big, crazy, tongue-twisting word, omnipotent. That crazy long word sounds more like a surgical procedure gone bad, but it actually means one who has unlimited power or authority, almighty or infinite in power. It's the awe and awesome. It's the mighty and almighty. It's far beyond the scope of any word that means all-powerful. And that is exactly what Paul is trying to articulate to us in Ephesians 1, 18-23. He's trying to help us imagine or view the complete fullness of who Christ was, is, and will be forever. This fullness is expressed in the Trinity's power on display from creation to the cross to the resurrection to Christ's imminent return. No name and no power is exempt from His rule. That's freaking awesome. In the Old Testament, God's powerful presence filled the tabernacle and the temple. In the New Testament, his presence filled Christ, who in turn now fills us with the presence of the Holy Spirit. As one commentator noted, quote, in verses 20 through 23, God is the prime actor. He raised and exalted Christ, subjected all things to him, and gave him as head to the church. Christ is the fullness of God who fills all things. Christ is the place where God's presence, power, and salvation are known, and the church draws from this fullness as we draw from the power of the Holy Spirit. End quote. In other words, his fullness or omnipotent character is on full display. As our young adults would say, that is dope. Or as I would say, that's freaking awesome. Why? Because there's no power that can rival Christ, because the fullness of God lives in him, and we have that fullness via the Holy Spirit. We don't have to look around anywhere, but just to Christ to find what we need for life. That is a tremendous reason to rejoice. Second Peter 1.3 reminds us, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. 
We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellent. It's because of that big crazy word, omnipotent, that we are securely bound to the power source. Christ is sufficient. We don't need to add to Christ's power to make things happen. If we attempt to add more to him through our own works, strength, or power, we actually reduce his power and presence, hindering the work that he can do in us and through us. Consider the story I recently heard. As a new missionary, Herbert Jackson was assigned a car that he discovered would not start without a push. After pondering his problem, Jackson devised a plan. He had school children push his car off away from his home. And as he made his rounds to visit in the village, he would either park on a hill or leave the engine running. He used this ingenious procedure for two years. Health issues forced the Jackson family to leave the mission field, and a new missionary came to serve. Jackson proudly began to explain his arrangement for getting the car started. But before Jackson's explanation was finished, the new missionary had quickly looked under the hood and interrupted him. Why, Dr. Jackson, I believe the only trouble here is a loose cable. He gave the cable a twist, stepped into the car, pushed the switch, and to Jackson's astonishment, the engine roared to life. For two years, needless trouble had become routine. The power was there all the time. Only a loose connection kept Jackson from putting that power to work. Let's pray. Lord, we all can miss you with a loose connection. And in doing so, we can attempt to do things in our own wisdom or strength. Remind us we are nothing without you. If we aren't connected to you, our true power source, if we attempt to outrival you, you who has no rival, we'll just move further away from you and your perfect will. Help us to trust and submit to you and stay plugged in to the power source. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks again, family. God bless you.